Welcome back to the Mail In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. Uh, thank you for bearing with me the last couple weeks here as I have been out. Uh, Pops has been under the weather a little bit, so uh, at home taking care of some stuff and had Will and uh, Will and Dylan did a great job filling in last week for me. Much appreciated. Go check that uh, that episode out if you haven't already. They're, I think they did a pretty good job, Randy. What do you think? I think they did do a great job. I was, I was filming it, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. A lot of a lot of good answers by them too. A lot of good answers. It's it's amazing when you have two guys that are significantly older than we are can provide some perspective that maybe we can't. Randy, yeah, a little more experience, a lot more experience. Maybe like a decade. Whoa, hit the button. I don't I don't have those buttons. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And nice. Right. There you go. That's uh, that's the voice of Randy Trembacki. Randy, what's going on? Nothing much. What's up? I actually, you know what? Ever since you got the new theme song, I didn't really, uh, I haven't really put a nail into what it is, but I figured out sitting here listening. Okay. It is, uh, it is the start to like a Ford truck commercial. Ooh. Like if you just listen to it, you could definitely hear a voiceover about Built the go Ford tough. You like to stack bales and tall, tow large loads. Oh. Well, okay. we got the truck for you. You're a man's man with wrenches in your toolbox and it's just a montage of like guys in wranglers and, exactly. and western wear like throwing bales of hay out of their out, like onto the tailgate and stuff just in like a like a field of wheat and their dog just right behind them yep. have you seen they've made remember like growing up god forbid you step on the tailgate of your dad or uncles or brothers or friends truck because it's like the end of the world. You step on a tailgate. Now the tailgate's like an accessory. Yeah, it's literally a step and a drop-down thing. Uh, to be honest, I didn't grow up in an area with a lot of trucks. You grew up in Indiana. Yeah, northwest Indiana. Can you do the Indiana Land song? I don't even know what that is. Isn't it like, God bless Indiana Land? I don't know. No, right. we're, I was, we were way more culturally, culturally, if that's the word. Go. Yeah. I don't know. Our culture was a lot more influenced by Chicago than Indiana. Got it. That's why you call it Chicago. That's why I call it Chicago. And we get our news and our weather from Chicago stations and all our sports teams are Chicago. We were talking about this earlier. Did you have the days off of school you had growing up were also Chicago based, no, right? No. Indi- no. My mom worked for across the border in Illinois. So. I would know what they should get off in Illinois and Chicago, but Indiana did not. Like, they had Columbus Day off. Indiana did not. Really? Yeah. You know, Columbus Day is... Um, is it hashtag canceled? I think it's getting there. I don't know if it's if it's canceled yet, but I think it's going to be renamed, would be my guess, in the next couple of years. Columbus Day is a sneaky... It was a sneaky good spot in the year to have a day off you know what i'm saying i don't even know when it is october october i think it's the second week of october yeah never knew never never really but it was always you know it was always like the the days off we had growing up in in elementary school and high school always seemed to be mondays you notice that they were like we never had fridays off we had good friday off actually you guys had good friday yeah that was because it was always i think they worked spring break around easter oh you might be right or or something like that just because you know but we might have had easter off too no you know what some some years we would have good friday leading into spring break and you did the extra day we had holiday we had holiday break so it was like two weeks off you know between the semesters well well, it depended right then we also had winter break which was oh. like in between January and February, oh. which was like a four-day weekend. It was like fall break, but there was a winter break. I think we did. Now that you mention it, I think we had. It's very strange. Winter break. I'm gonna have to look at like the Saratoga Springs high school schedule because I think we did have, if not a full week, like Wednesday through Friday off. I'm pretty sure the northeastern Illinois uh, schools had. Pulaski Day off, which is yeah. What is that's kind of what I was trying to get to with this conversation was what is Pulaski? Day? Pulaski Day is celebrating Kashmir Pulaski, who was a Revolutionary War hero, but he was from Poland, an immigrant of Poland. So, of course, being Chicago, being very you know, fun fact about Chicago: Chicago is the second largest population of Polish people in a city. Really, number one in the world. Number one is Warsaw, Poland. Chicago's number two. Chicago's number two. So, yeah, so very heavily Polish-influenced. So I think some of the schools got, like, that day off, which was the first Monday in March, I believe. Oh, okay. March was, a, March was a, like, you're going the full month of March. 
I don't think March had any holidays. Besides, I mean, that has St. Pat's Day. In like an eye, uh, right? In like a lion, out like a lamb? Or is that May? No, you got, that's March. That's March. In like a lion, out like a lamb. You also have the Ides of March. Stabbed uh, Mr. Julius Caesar. A two brute, right? Two brute. Um, February you had President's Scholars. Day. January you had Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We never had Veterans Day off, but we would always oh, we had have that like, too. in grade school, we'd have like a veterans like choir thing and we'd have like your grandparents in and stuff. That was kind of cool. <laughs> For Veterans Day. They, would come they just your, bring yeah. the grandparents in because that they assume like 90% well, the, the, of if the they grandparents were veterans. Were veter- oh, yeah. <laughs> and probably like any fathers or whatnot. But there a lot of a lot of grandparents served in the military. They did. They they sacrificed so we can do fucking podcasts, Randy. My yeah. grandfather at my age was in Korea, and we're doing a podcast. Have you... Uh, That's tough. <laughs> have you uh, listened to... Love Bo, you, Pop Pop. Rest Bo, in peace. Bo Burnham's Inside Special? I, I've seen it, yes. Uh, yeah, like I think in the turning 30, he was like, when, I was, when my granddad was 27, he fought in Vietnam. When I was 27, I built a birdhouse with my mom. That's nice, nice growing up in peace times. But, you know, we won't well, get too geez, much into it because... Really? If you want to talk geopolitical conflict, I'll talk geopolitical conflict all no, day. No, we should probably just answer some questions. Shall we? Yeah. Let's do that. You may be wondering what the Mail-In Podcast is... And here's the deal. We do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your 20s, maybe your 30s, maybe your 40s that you need help with. And we're here to do just that. Randy, how can you help us out? Tell a friend. It's one of the easier ways to get into Wash Media, in my opinion. Send them a clip or a segment that makes sense. Maybe they're experiencing a similar situation. So that's what, uh, that's what we're here to do. Subscribe on iTunes. Hit follow on Spotify. So the episodes just show up in your, in your queue. So they're ready to go. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail. That's 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at MailInPodcast. Randy. Let's let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Dear Brett and esteemed guest. That's me. That's you. Great work lately. I'm 23. But keep in mind, that's an important number here. Okay? I'm 23. A year out of college, so also nobody, important. Nobody likes them. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Living at home and working a career track job with more pay than I expected because he lives at home. Oh, well, yeah, he's probably not paying. Between college she, and the pandemic, this summer is my first time being home while able to freely enjoy myself and go out. My high school buddies and I always talked about the fun we would have when this time came. But with girlfriends, circumstances, and changing interests, I've been left out to dry. I was lucky to have an active social life with spontaneous friends at college. As someone who enjoys beach days, dinners, and nightlife, staying home or hanging in yards slash the neighborhood bar every weekend has me pretty down. I've made this clear and have mostly been met with indifference. Any tips on how to rally the troops or branch out are greatly appreciated. For context, I live on Long Island, near New York City and the beach. So there's plenty going on. Okay, so this is definitely a guy. I can tell because no girl refers to her friends as buddies. Wouldn't that be weird if girls like, hey, you yeah. want to come meet my buddies? Yeah. And they're like a, a, a group of girls? Yeah. I so, would be like, that That blew my mind. And he also says, but with girlfriends. So I'm assuming this guy's friends. This is, man, preaching to the choir. Right are here. you? Are well, you? When I was twenty three and whatnot, so I I know exactly where this guy is coming from. Okay. Well, except for he probably going through a different thing with the pandemic and everything. And, so you're and saying actually having Monday. You money. were twenty three and had some cash, and we're like, why aren't my friends going out with me? Where were you in tour? Were you back in Chicago? I was. I was in Chicago. I wasn't living at home. Okay. So that was a big thing too, which you have more money and you're working a job career track. What does that mean exactly? It just means that you're actually doing what you like went to school for? Yeah, I would assume it means that his job has a very clearly defined path to advancement, right? Okay. So he knows that in two years he's going to make, pretty much knows what he's going to make. In four years he knows, like, it, it, you kind of graduate like you would in college almost. Well, number one, what I would do 
I mean, I know you're saving a lot of money, all that stuff, but you said you have more pay than expected. Uh, stop living at home. Yeah, th- th- this is such an easy question to answer, Randy. One, you live at home. Well, that, first that's of just all, one because there's more to it. But yes. let's let's point out the obvious. He's 23, and your buddies are also 20. They're they're like they're all either figuring shit out with entry level jobs, trying to find a job, living at home, not making anything. Patience, right here, pal, is is number one. You're 23. You don't need to be at Purple or Mr. Purple every weekend in New York. No, I, I see where he's coming from. I though, do. I get you're it. You're still young, and you want to like enjoy these years. And to be honest, from what it seems like in his question, money is not the issue here. It is that all of his friends like now have girlfriends, and they just like don't really want to go out as much. And I know exactly how it is because when I was 20. 22, 23, 24 in Chicago, uh-huh. majority of my friends had girlfriends and were not single and, like, did not want to go out every weekend. Really? And I was, like, just coming. I was still living did in Did you write this question in? No. <laughs> uh, well, clearly I'm 27 now, so I don't know what advice I'd be giving to myself, you know, in the past. But I, I understand where this guy's coming from. That So, number one, get, a, get your own place or get, yeah. like, a roommate and stuff because with that, you'll have – your own place that you can have your friends come over, go pre pregame and like go out. It's a lot easier mm-hmm. to do that stuff with that. But then the main issue here that he's having is that his friends are just like have girlfriends and they don't want to go out as much and like they don't want to get ripped like they did in college. Um, when I was in college, God, senior year, I was going out every day just because I had a blow off major and no credit <laughs> hours and and whatnot. Yeah. So like. Even taking it back, I wasn't doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday anymore because going out on Thursdays with a real job, I don't understand how people. Oh, it's my did favorite that. day I, to drink. I like when I got a real job and I saw people stu- still doing Thirsty Thursdays. I'm like, no, Fridays and Saturdays, I will go crazy. I'm like, I'm not going into a real job hungover on a Friday. But you still want to go out on Fridays that's, and Saturdays. That's the keys not to have real jobs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still want to go out and have fun, but then you you like it's like pulling teeth to get anyone. They don't want to go, and you don't want to waste your young years of going out because, I mean, this is a time you have money, and you're just wild and young and wild and free, to quote Bruno Mars, Snoop Dogg, and so, Miller? I think so. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. If I'm this guy, he says he lives near New York City. New York City is literally the place where there are a million 23-year-olds who want to do exactly what you want to do. So yeah. either find a buddy or find a couple buddies from either college or high. Like, somebody's going to want to move into the city. That's my, like, I'm, I'm not a New York forever guy. I can't live there for 20 years on Manhattan. But I did three. And it's, it's something I suggest everybody at least consider one time in their life is living in that city where the speed of it, the the everybody's an asshole, every bar is bumping, it's expensive, but it's like you, if you can kind of grind and, and make it and it changes your perspective on a lot of things. That's my advice to this guy is if you are in a spot and the commute out of New York City, you'll be reverse commuting. So it's it's easy. You can take a train to Long Island in 45, you know, depending on what part, obviously. But I would assume that if he's close to the beach and kind of near New York City, 45-minute hour-long train. Yeah. Or he works from home, right? Like whatever the the job is. But people commute to Long Island all the time or, or commute into Long Island, which is even worse. So if I'm this guy, I get three buddies or one buddy, do it like a, a four-person or a two-person, find a sick apartment in New York, and and start living that lifestyle that you want to and have your high school buddies come in for a random weekend. That's one of my good friends, Frankie at Barstool, did something very, very similar to this. He lived on Long Island, came into the city, had his high school buddies and his, his Long Island friends come in, you know, once a month or twice a month, whatever, and they'd rip. And it was a blast. So if, if I'm this guy, I think that's an option you kind of got to at least consider. Yeah, I am. Yeah, actually, this... The way that he does phrase this question, that he's singling out his high school buddies, and he said he had his friends in college that were spontaneous, it makes me believe that, like, he lives in New York and is from, like, New York, and all of his friends are there, and then he went somewhere else for college, and, like, he doesn't have his college buddies around. That's what, that's it, what it sounds like. That's yeah. what it like, sounds he went like. to Michigan, and all his buddies went to Chicago yeah. instead of New York. So, so, I guess here's one. Try to find... Li- like, do not live at home anymore. Try to find something else. 
two, I'm not saying you need to get new friends and leave your old friends behind because the biggest thing is that these guys don't want to go out. But you do need to get new friends that want to do do want to go out and do stuff. Like Brett was saying, you're filled with a place with that. It's just the same question we get every single time. How do you meet friends in a new city? I mean, you're in the city you grew up in. You still like join a social club or something. Try to get some new friends that are more single and want to go out with you. Yeah, that's because that's huge. Because like I, you, you try convincing these guys so much. If they don't want to go out, they're just not going to go out. And you're going to end up like me going to the bars by yourself, and it's really weird. I've done that too. And then number three, with the friends that you do have, you have to just kind of realize they're not like you. They're not as spontaneous. Don't want to go out as much, but you still want to go out and like hang out with them. You just need to pick and choose events to go to. Sure. So you get like, like my friends, like I said, like they all had girlfriends and like, even if we did go out sometimes, they'd be like back by midnight. It's like, all right, like, no, I want to stay out. But when we went to do the bar crawl for St. Patty's day or like Halloween, there was a bar crawl. Like we, uh, my birthday, we like rented out this place, uh, how the moon and did all this stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, this place, Howl at the Moon, place. Randy. We, we, we just we didn't rent it out. We just went there. So, like, you just need to get events to, to have the guys going. Because, like, just saying, like, hey, what's the move for tonight? You, I can tell these guys are just, they're not about that life and whatnot. But if you have, like, events to go to and be like, hey, there's this cool concert or this, like, cool bar crawl that we're doing. We should, like, go and be a part of it and buy tickets. That that's your move. It's not going to be every weekend, but if you still want to go out, you just need to find those things to do. Yeah, like have an event. I think we I think we handled that from a, a couple different angles. Trust me, like I said, this one I've been there. I I was there. That that was me a couple of years ago. You know, and, then, and to be honest, like once you start getting older and twenty seven, our age and stuff, that like neighborhood bar and like in the backyard, that becomes more fun. It does. It like does. you still want to go out and do stuff, but like like it, now I'm going out like to the bars once a weekend. At most. This dude is 23 and can see the New York City skyline. Yeah. Like, dude, answer the calling. Yeah, you Get in there and, and rip it up for a little bit. Live it up. Find some people. Find some new people. Don't abandon your old friends. But, yeah, get a, get a new crew. Amen. Gem Saloon. As for Sean. You know what, uh, you know what I, I kind of see it in the morning, Randy? I look at it like the New York City skyline. This is a reach, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I, I, can I take a, a wild guess? Sure. Something in the morning that's just beautiful, like that skyline. Yeah. Just a, a good vitamin supplement just line up. Vitamins. It's exactly right, Randy. Wow. Ritual is what I'm talking about. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every single day. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. You know what you're not going to find, Randy? How about sugars? Nope. GMOs? Nope. Major allergens? Nah. Synthetic fillers and artificial colorants? Get out of here. Plus, the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design make taking your vitamins easy. You want to? Uh, I'm going to get a little TMI here. All right. I hop out of the shower. That's the first. So I wake up, roll out of bed, boop, 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 land, walk right to the shower, get in. Well, first I turn on the Bluetooth speaker, of either course. put on a podcast or like Thunderstruck, get the day going, get out of the shower. And guess what the first thing I do is open up the ritual bottle, take a little whiff because it's minty and awesome. Clear clear out the, get the vapors in there. Just right. Like I don't stuff. even, that's not like a listed benefit, but it's an added benefit and pop a ritual. While I'm still toweling off. It's the best. Um, it's a multivitamin, which means it should contain key nutrients, right? Ritual does that. Including vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. You can get on and be like, oh, this vitamin D3 is from Norway. Or this something XYZ is from Italy. Like, you can just go and see literally what's in your vitamin and where it comes from. It's a visual supply chain, Randy. The, the other cool thing about it, I mentioned I take it in the morning on an empty stomach. It doesn't upset your stomach or give you like those vitamin burps because it's scientifically designed to go to the less sensitive areas of your stomach. You ever seen that before? No. So, sometimes get an upset tummy. And there's a certain type of uh, regular pill that I've had that's not ritual that uh, you get a burp, yeah, and you could you could taste the vitamins, and it's like, oh, it's not it's not great. Well, guess what? Ritual d- doesn't do that. Yeah, it's the best. 
Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual, within your first month, they'll refund your first order. They just make you feel good. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering listeners 10% off during your first three months. And you can get that deal by visiting ritual.com slash randy. That's ritual.com slash R-A-N-D-Y to start your ritual today. Oh, for me? For you. Perfect. How about a voicemail, Randy? Let's do it. Hey, guys. I uh, got a quick question regarding wedding party etiquette. Um, basically, I'm asking, what do you do as a groomsman if you start noticing that the best man isn't stepping up to the plate, like the fumbling details or not taking care of the bachelor party or otherwise inconveniencing the groom on the biggest day of their life? Um and flip story for uh, the bride side as well. What does a bridesmaid notice if the maid or matron of honor isn't doing their job? Uh, do you do anything? Do you write it out? Do you sound the alarm? Uh, let me know. Thanks. Randy, you've been to a lot of weddings recently. Okay. Uh, yeah. You've been in a lot of weddings too, right? Uh, no, actually, I, I was in one last year. Okay. You're more of a two. I was in two last year. Okay. I'm coming up on one this year. That's a two in a year so, to be so in. Yeah. So is three. A, yeah. Is a significant amount. Have you ever had this? Have you ever witnessed this? Where the, where the, where the, the best man is just, is just not pulling weight. I've seen it a couple of times in unique situations where like the best man is the, the groom's little brother, like seven years younger. And so obviously he's just he's not going to be in tune with what you need to be doing as a best man. So I've seen that. This guy actually called in uh, again and said more specific things like the best man just totally dropped the ball on the bachelor party, didn't do what the groom wanted to do, basically planned his own party. Okay. And then also like the day of the wedding or the day of whatever the rehearsal dinner, that's when he for the first time thought about his speech, like didn't have anything prepared. Well... I, I'm not, I'm not going to fault any best man for that. Yeah. But like, it's just kind of the specifics of the things. And it was, it was pretty egregious. So what do you, uh, when as a fellow groomsman, do you raise the red flag? And if you're the groom, do you ever tell this guy like, Hey, what the fuck, man? Like help, help me out here. You're my best man. So I guess it, it's, it's a lot easier if you are friends with a lot more of the groomsmen because I'll be the one the the bachelor party I most recently went on. The best man was the groom's older brother. Okay, and all the other groomsmen were our our were pledge brothers. So all of us. So the groom kind of picked out where he wanted and got the Airbnb, and like the best man didn't do anything because it was his older brother and he wasn't even like in the group text because he didn't want to get bogged down and stuff. So can't really like blame him for that. Okay, because he wasn't dropping the ball on anything. But like we knew we knew all right. Like we want to like not make the group groom plan his whole thing so we're just going to pick up some of the slack here so it wasn't really like a butting head issue but like at some point you just got to be like hey you're like planning your own party and not the groom you i think once you figure out if they planned like a different destination or once you find out that he starts doing stuff that the groom doesn't want or wasn't planning on doing for his own bachelor party you go to the groom first and be like like, do you really want to go to Vegas? It seemed like you were dead set in New Orleans. Like, you you go to the groom and just like feel it out and be like, all right, I'll like I'll talk to him. I mean, it's it's guys are a lot easier. It's just a lot easier just be very direct. But I think you always just run stuff by the groom before you have it out with the best man. I yeah, I I see where you're coming from. Part of me wants to just get in the email thread and start doing like doing stuff myself if I'm this guy and just being like, all right, so. Chris is or like whatever, but how about this like XYZ and putting together a legit plan or putting together like w- whatever it is for the bachelor party, whatever it is for the wedding. Just the best man, you have responsibilities. Yeah. You know, and, and to to be off or to be like in your own world or not really caring about it, that's that, like you're you're not ruining somebody's the biggest day of somebody's life. You're certainly not helping turn that into the best day of somebody's life. So I think, yeah, I think you do say something. And me, I would almost be direct either with the best man and be like, dude, if you don't want to, you don't want to do this fine. You like, you do the speech and that's it. I'll take care of this, 
the like the stuff you don't want to do clearly um even before i would go to the groom but i don't hate the idea of just going to the groom and saying hey uh we got we got problems yeah sooner the better but yeah my i just default to asking the groom because ideally the best man of the groom is like the closest person to the groom so they might be having their own conversations and whatnot so you might not know what's going on there being like they, they might have had their own side conversations being like oh, actually no now I want to go to Vegas instead of New Orleans, but yeah, I think if you see things, if you're like asking questions and like they're not responding or like, Hey, what are we doing? Where's like the Airbnb? And like, that's when you have to ask the groom and be like, do we actually have anything planned? Has he had this? Like we're not getting anything from him or should me and some other guys start looking for places. Once you, I think once you start like actually getting concerned, you, you put out the feelers and and you you get it settled. Do a, a little mutiny situation yeah. where you and, take over the, and the writing, captain's chair. Writing the speech before, I mean, to I, be honest, if I was the best man, I'd probably do that. I mean, I might do better because, you know, I'm I'm now in the microphone man job, so I should you, probably. Uh, you are to, in the microphone man job. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I, I believe <laughs> me. I put that on my resume, microphone man job. I've written speeches day of, no problem. I think it's like. You, you got to bring something to the table, though. You can't just stand up and be like, hey, man, proud of you, happy oh. for you, love you. See ya. My, uh, one of the weddings I went to, he had two best men. Yeah, I'm going to be a co-best man guy, too, because I, uh, I don't have a brother. So. His little brother wrote it in, like, as we were, like, changing into our tuxedos, like, the day of the wedding. Yep. Absolutely crushed it. It was probably, like, a minute and a half speech. Yeah, maybe, that's maybe a sweet less, spot. But he crushed it. It was very good. I have a, uh, a formula. Oh. Caroline was the maid of honor for uh, for her sisters? sisters. Yeah. And so I helped her write it. I think I have a pretty good formula. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Is this like the the resume I, that one guy has in the in the house and then sends it to everyone else and everyone has the same resume? Like, uh, oh, outline? I see what you're saying. Uh, that's that's funny. Man, I, I love my, my old resume. I had to dig that out somewhere. See what it's like. But no, I, I can't remember it right now. I'll, I'll get back to you on this, Randy. We had one, uh, my buddy's wedding. Uh, one of the groomsmen, he wasn't the best man, but the, the maddest I've ever been at a wedding was this kid. Uh, he was one of his college buddies. I didn't know him before that weekend. He couldn't like he couldn't stand up at the wedding. He was that hungover, oh, and God. he was like, like in after the wedding in the grooms <laughs> like you know like the groom suite where you play pool and like shit like that. He he didn't like he he, he did. Didn't talk. He like wanted to take a nap because he was that hungover. I was like, dude, you need like you can't. This is your buddy's wedding, like your your best friend's wedding. You have to be like on the ball here. I have a friend who was recently at a wedding, who uh, the one of the groomsmen ended up in the hospital at four in the morning before the wedding. No way. Yeah, I can tell you that story later. But yeah, so it's just if you're in the wedding party, you're the like. You have, a, you have a you have a there's a responsibility in the wedding party. Yeah, you're supposed to have fun, have, make sure like the the bride and groom are you know in good spirits, and you want to like kind of get ripped and have fun with them, but be respectful. Actually, okay. First of all, before I write write this down, get your, sure. get your little uh, best man speech formula. Maybe okay. some editorial content. Whoa. Put that out there. Just want to put that into the ether for you to to, to think on. I have seventy eight hundred words on Austin bachelor parties. That is pretty much done. I'm oh, just editing yeah. it. So that can be my next one. Um. So the wedding I was just at last weekend, the night before the wedding, all the groomsmen had an Airbnb, okay. which I had never heard of that before. So it's like uh, it wasn't the bachelor it wasn't party, the right? Bachelor okay. party. Because I've heard that before, where you're all like the wedding is the bachelor party, more yeah. or less. But like. I, I was, like, thinking about, like, that's kind of cool because usually, like, the groom stays in, like, someone's room or whatnot because the bride and groom aren't supposed to stay together. But, like, yeah. just having the whole, groom like, wedding party together the night before and then everyone gets their own hotel rooms or whatnot mm-hmm. the uh, the day of, I was like, that's kinda, that's kind of a cool experience. Like, if I were to get married, I might want to do that. Just, like, the night before, just with all my boys, just... The squads in, yeah. like, a house or something like that? Yeah, it seemed like a, a cool little thing that I've never heard of I before. like that. I haven't heard that either, I don't think. Because usually you get in on Friday and just check into the hotel. Yeah. that The only annoying thing would be worrying about checking into the hotel on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? You, like, transferring your stuff from said house to hotel. Yeah, that's true. 
You might just have like one of the ushers do that. You could. Yeah, one, like the the ninth guy and the eight. Oh, you mean a hotel well, if usher? The, if you're on the wedding block, it might be a lot easier. Just be like, hey, we're all staying at the Airbnb. We're all getting up, and then we're uh, like, yeah, we're that's getting, we're gonna get going get breakfast, and then we're gonna go check in the hotel. And get ready. That's a logistical issue that I'm I'm spending too much time on. Yeah. Let's do the next one, Randy. What's up, guys? Moving into my fifth year town duplex and developed a mildly presentable living slash dining room. The last step, of course, is the wall decor. Aside from Detroit sports flags, we are lacking in ideas and resources. I was thinking of hanging some plants on the wall. Not to humble brag, but I'm pretty nice with the Ryobi line of lithium battery power tools. What are some places to get inspiration for the living room and dining room art? You crush that. I would not know how to pronounce that. Ryobi? Ryobi. Is that is that the teal the teal ones? I think it's like the lime green one, right? Ryobi. Ryobi. Ryobi tools. No, no free ads, Randy. Well, <laughs> let's see. Oh, they are the lime green ones. Thank you. Uh, I'm, fifth I'm, year... So moving into my fifth year town duplex, kind of sounds tight. Like he's he's running back to fifth year in a duplex at his college town. Okay, okay. So that's a, I I was so confused. The, it's I was, not I exactly wanted, I wanted perfectly like age range of this person. Yeah, I thought they were like doing five their fifth year in a duplex. I was like, well, okay, it's their college fifth year. That makes yeah. sense. So I know their age range. Right. You're not expected at this point to have. Freaking Alexi Butirski on the walls, right? But yeah, you don't need a, a you don't a need a up there. What's that? A Banksy up there. Banksy. You you don't need the you, you don't you also don't need like the lamp from Christmas Story. Yeah, listen. Until you're out and have a full time job and like actually have a salary and uh, benefits, even that not so much. <laughs> like you don't you, you're not expected to have a fucking art museum. In your thing. But if you want places to go, Etsy is awesome for shit like this. Or posters.com. Like you can you can take, even if it's like you can take a room up so much. It can be a very like it could be a I'm looking at your your uh Chicago Bears Black and Blues Brothers poster. <laughs> the moment you put a frame on that with glass. That could go in a man cave oh, yeah. at no problem. It's all about framing more than the art. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. Because posters in college are taped up or or the little the glue tack stuff that your teachers used to have in elementary school. That's how you but the moment you frame pretty much anything, it classes it up enough so that it, it makes sense. Yeah. So and poster frames are like Five bucks. Well, no. Like, well, I'm talking like the Walmart. If you're fifth year in a college, like in your college fifth year place, you do not need nice frames. That that nice uh, like and subscribe <laughs> thing there, that frame was about 20 bucks, and it looks fantastic. As long as your whatever you're framing matches the pre preset frames that Randy buys for $5. Well, I printed that to match that frame. There so. you go. Because <laughs> Found found very quickly that custom framing is a motherfucker, and yeah. very expensive. Someone else in the company did too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, first of all, Detroit sports flags. You should probably take those down. I mean, I, I know you didn't ask for that, but <laughs> okay, Chicago guy, hey, Um Yeah, I mean, your your fifth year, just put whatever you want out there. Like like you said, Etsy's good. Just uh, Pinterest too. Pinterest is because Pinterest gives you the like you can type in. Uh, something like antique ski posters or or retro ski posters. Something I've done a few times. What if some something uh something from your college? If you're like I would think, try to find a cool design of something that's to to your college, like a very like artistic or cool photo of maybe like the stadium on like game day or something like that. Something that you might actually want to take along with you afterwards. Something that's cool to like that relates to your college, but something that you wouldn't mind. Having in your place after graduation, I okay. think. Something I like artistically it. cool that ra- wraps into the college. I like it. Yeah, but but Pinterest, Etsy, um, like fucking posters.com, eBay, the, all this stuff usually has uh, 
a link through Pinterest where you can you can type in something that looks cool and it, it links to a million different things, whether it's Etsy, whether it's posters, whatever. Pinterest is where I go for any sort of decor inspiration. And then then I'm kind of able to narrow it down from there. Yeah. And and something I like to do too is not just have posters. Like in my apartment now I have some like retro like I said, retro like ski um posters that are on like wood that are printed on wood or Ooh, painted on wood. Yeah. And so it's just kind of a cool like classes it up a little bit but keeps it cl- like casual enough that see i think that's something that you can have in your fifth year home yeah that you would still want right. to take on with you something something that you like so i think no no one expecting you to be an interior designer in college still fifth year and also as brett was saying once you start looking at the, all this stuff uh uh father father daddy mark zuckerberg and everyone else you're going to get started serve so many freaking ads on instagram of other stuff similar to that and Mm -hmm. so you're not gonna have a problem finding cool stuff to do once you start doing research and like stuff yeah he says inspiration pinterest um and to to class it up a little bit frame stuff yep simple as that you can even frame a, a flag maybe not like a bud light flag but you can frame a flag and keep the beer bottles off the top of your kitchen sink or kitchen counter we've all done it 23 yeah, take I mean, down. you look at my apartment now. I still have a big, giant Jimmy John's <laughs> portrait in my in my house. Yeah, yeah. Part of your life you'll never you'll never forget. Right? Yeah, well, or I'll never leave. <laughs> you'll never leave. Let's do the next one. Ready for this one, Randy? Yes. Our guy needs some help. Hey, team. My long distance girlfriend of two years just dumped me, and I'm down bad. How do I recover? Thanks. Simple. To the point, this dude's down bad. What do we got for our boy here, Randy? Um, you know what they say, best way to get over someone is to, you know, take your time Go to and Jimmy just John's? be emotionally oh. supportive and, you know, say, say I'm a friend. Uh, no, reality, I mean, just take your time, but also try to get out there. The only I mean, thing that heals relationship, uh, anxiety, relationship sadness, relationship frustration, the only thing that heals a breakup is time time yeah so you can't do anything today i'm sorry that like if any it's like a hangover there's a million cures none of them actually work the only thing that works is time the only scientifically the only thing that works is time besides liquid iv that works you know oh yeah here's an interesting thing he says here there's one sentence how (laughs) my long distance girlfriend meaning that they are in different places so if he or she um, moved away or something like that. Maybe you're living in a different place. Or if you're young, you probably have someone that lives in a different place. Go on a trip to visit a friend. Like, yeah, you know, that, that's, it's a good way to just get, travel and get off their mind. You know, you don't want to go to the long distance where this girlfriend lives, this ex-girlfriend lives now. But, like, say you, you live in Chicago and you have a friend that, like, Lives in Seattle, like yeah. Go get out. go go for the weekend. Just like get it out of your head and go enjoy someone that you haven't seen in a while. Hundred uh, percent. Rom coms and movies tend to romanticize the idea of going to the bar the day you're broken up with and drinking your sorrows away. Like, sure, if you want to do that, do that. But you're you're not going to meet the girl of your dreams sitting next to you at the bar the day after. Like, it just that doesn't happen unless you're in a movie. Or you know what? Fuck it. It might. I don't know. Probably won't. Uh, probably won't. <laughs> we'll be real. <laughs> Routine is important. Establishing a routine post um, post breakup. Time is important. Letting yourself heal and uh, feel every emotion out there, especially because there's there's going to be things that remind you. There's going to be TV shows. There's going to be movies. There's going to be food. There's going to be a spot that you went on a date. Like you know what you know what I'm saying. There, things are going to remind you of your ex, and it's going to suck, and it's going to suck less as time goes on. Don't. Work out. Yeah, workout. Revenge body and also just get your frustration out. Revenge body uh, is a great one, Randy. Don't text her, you know. Or drive. Or don't text and drive. Yes. Correct. Just yep. want to put that PS Don't drink there. and text. Don't, don't drink. Don't and drink and drive. Yeah. You know, there's. Especially don't drink, drive, and text your ex. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Don't call. Don't text. Don't be weird. Don't stalk her Instagram. Like, don't don't make a burner and follow that just don't don't be weird 
feel every emotion, know that it's going to be better every single day, and eventually you'll get to the point where you don't think about her or him, right? I will also say it. Take the proper steps to move to move on, but you know, like Brett said, there's a day you don't think about her. You know, if you do, like you do, find someone new that helps a lot too. So you know, don't immediately try to get it out into the dating pool. But no. once you get out there and start dating again, it's going to. You might, if it's too early, you're going to be like, oh, this she's this girl's just not as good as she was. Yeah, don't not. compare. Yeah, don't, don't compare. Don't compare. Just enjoy it. Just get out there, have some fun. The, go on a trip, do something, just it, get your mind off it, watch it, Netflix. It really is amazing after you have broken up with somebody and have anxiety over it or have sadness over it, where a couple months later, you happen to meet somebody at a house party, Randy. I wonder where you're going with this. What do you mean? Did you? <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm just saying it's amazing how, uh, how that stuff all kind of goes away. Okay. Where do you think I was going with that? I thought you were transitioning into that, Reed. Oh, no. When you do find somebody new and she leaves her toothbrush at your house, make sure that toothbrush is equipped. Yeah, that's, I thought so. You, were, you, were, you had the cadence of transitioning into it. Like, make sure you do go on a new, new date. You use your quip beforehand because you want fresh breath and good hygiene. There you go. If she's leaving her, her, uh, her toothbrush at your place, by the way, you're dating. Nah, I'll walk that back. Maybe not dating. You're a, you're a situation ship. That's a new one I've heard. Anyway, I'm a quip guy now, Randy. Everybody knows this. I, know I it. my it's like a it's a really cool matte black toothbrush that is stuck to my my mirror right now because it comes with that the carrying case that you can stick on a flat surface. So my toothbrush not it's not rattling around anymore. It's not in my little cup that I have all my other stuff in. It's just chilling there, all sleek and sexy. On my mirror. It's like tactical. It is. When's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth, Randy? I got rewarded? Yeah. Never. With Quip's smart electric toothbrush, good habits can can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more. Tell me more about, How about this. How about that? You've probably heard us talk about Quip a million times, but this is something brand new that rewards you and your mouth. The Quip smart brush for adults and kids connects to the app or the Equip app with Bluetooth, okay? So you track when and how well you brush, you get tips and coaching to improve your brushing habits, and you earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like brushing streaks. So, so okay. So the more you brush and the better you brush, you redeem, uh, you redeem your points for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and their partners. I, I have a similar product, and it's, uh, it's, it's my State Farm Beacon, and if I do, I'm a good driver. My my insurance is better. So this is great. I didn't even know this was a possibility. Well, if you already have a Quip, Randy, maybe you have one out there. Upgrade it with a smart motor and keep the features you know and love, like sensitive sonic vibrations, two minute timer with 30 second pulses for a guided clean. It's slim, it's lightweight and sleek, with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. It's got a multi use travel cover too that doubles as a uh, mirror mount for less clutter. But you're intrigued, Randy. I, I hate clutter, and I love redeeming. It, if there's anything about me, I love coupons and reward programs and all that stuff. So I am. You're, you're barking up the right Midwestern alley. Barking up the right Midwestern alley. Beyond the brush, because you don't just get the brush that's spectacular on its own. You get everything you need to build a complete routine. How about mint or watermelon toothpaste? Boom. Floss that expands to clean and comes in a refillable dispenser to reduce waste. How about that? Uh Refillable sugar-free gum in a one-click dispenser that delivers long-lasting mint flavor, freshens breath, and can help prevent cavities, and refillable mouthwash that's good for you and the planet. How about that? In addition to the brush heads, Quip also delivers, uh, like I said, the floss, the toothpaste, and the mouthwash every three months for $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today, Randy. Go to getquip.com slash mail in right now to save $10 on a Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush. That's $10 off a smart electric toothbrush at getquip.com slash M-A-I-L-I-N. Getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash mail in, M-A-L-I-N. Quip, 
They're the good habits company. How about Fantastic. A, how about a voicemail rating? Let's go. What's up, Maryland crew? It's Trev Cat. I've been seeing a girl who's new to town, and she doesn't really have any friends, so she went out the other night, and long story short, she's now best friends with my ex of five years. Um, is there any way to confront this, or do I just chalk it up as an L? Let me know. Love the pod. New in town. Sounded like always good to hear from Trev Cat. Uh, what happened here? So so so. Here's my question. That's it's a funny situation. Uh, Very it sucks for Trev Cat. But he said my ex of five years, meaning yep. that they dated for five years. And, I would. Yep. And they they or they broke up five years. Ago. No no no. That's that's got to be five years of dating. Huh. So. Night begins with Trevcat inviting new girl out to, I don't know, a bowling alley, perhaps. Okay. Night ends with new girl and old gal being best pals, Randy. And guess what? Trevcat's in the middle of it. So I, I need to know between 6 p.m. when the night started and midnight when they became best friends in the bathroom, what transpired? Because that influences my answer. Wait, so they were together or... I. Th- that's how you become best friends, Randy. No, like I, Trevcat and this girl were together, or were did that girl go out by herself and she just happened to meet his ex girlfriend? I don't, I don't think they were all together at the same time, right? I think. Well, okay. Let's let's, let's, let's listen it. it back. It was okay. pretty quick. Trevcat's very tactical. He is running this one back from Trevcat. What's up, Maryland crew? It's Trevcat. I've been seeing a girl who's new to town and she doesn't really have any friends, so she went out the other night. And long story short. She's now best friends with my ex of five years. Um, is there any way to confront this, or do I just chalk it up as an L? Let me know. Okay, so she so went. She went out. So instead of yeah. we went out, yeah. that makes a difference. Okay, so she just went out, and she just the one person that she happened, happened to, to hit it off with was his ex girlfriend of five. Fantastic. Oh man, that's a that's a rom com. Oh, I want to know how long he's been seeing her. Is this like she's did... new to town? Call it a month or two. Yeah. Oh boy, Trevcat. Man, what a that's a sticky situation. Trev, I wonder yeah, a sticky situation. This man. makes me wonder if the if Trevcat's ex. Oh, did a little sleuthing. Yeah. No, I don't think uh, so. No, that that's that's I I wouldn't put it past some some girls that I've met to sleuth like that. Okay. Well, then, Tre, well, first of all, Trevcat goes he, out with this girl, posts an Instagram story, tags her ex, follows girl from Finsta, sees. Where girl is on her Instagram story from her Finsta goes to bar meets up with new girl, bam best friends. You know you know what to be honest, uh, they were talking about a song that I have not heard on listener voicemail today. Date uh, breaking up was easier in the '90s. A song by Sam Hunt, which I'm not a big Sam Hunt guy, but I think this is what it you're means. more of a Mike Hunt, right? Yeah, more of a Mike Hunt. Guy. No, more of Luke Bryan and Kenny Chesney, all that. But I think this is what this means is in the dating world now, you know everything that your ex is doing and all that stuff like. You could be completely right. This also could just be a fluke accident that they met. It definitely could be. I'm, I, I'm just saying it's funny that Trev Cat is in this circumstance, and I, I feel funny. bad. Oh, man, this what, is, does <laughs> what, I need? I just have questions, right? See, I need to know like how R and B radios. We could ask follow up questions, right? But I need to know how. Like, how serious is this relationship? This new one. She's new to town. She doesn't have any friends. She's hanging with Trev Cat. He's interested in her. But, but now the ex is in the picture. And where does the situation? And are they cordial? Are we cordial with the ex? Yeah. Where's the situation? Literally right now. Did you just like find He's out? Probably that at work, like, Randy. It's two o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah, but like, did she go like, oh, I met this great girl named Caitlin, and he's like, oh, Caitlin, what's her last name? And they're like, oh. like, oh, and like, does she, the new girl, not does even she, know? Yeah, yeah. Like, does she? Who knows who? Who knows? Whomst knows whomst? Randy. All we know is that Trevcat knows. And there's a possibility that his ex-girlfriend doesn't know that this new girl that she just became friends with is now seeing it. Trev Cat knows. We don't know where everything else sits at this point. So let's say that that's where we're going to start off, that, not, that the girls don't know anything. Trev Cat just has the burden of all knowledge. That's impossible because girls literally within five minutes, new girl would have said, oh, yeah, I hang out with this guy that I'm friends with. It's Trev Cat. And X is like, oh. That's that was my really, that was you, my Trev cat. I really think tell so. tell people right off the front like who you're currently dating some person. No, you no, just no, met. not but dating, like, like, but just like I'm new to town. And I have this like friend group, and 
Like, here's my Instagram. Oh, you're followed by Trevcat. Like, I know Trevcat. <laughs> so let's let's work from situation one that they don't know anything. Okay. I say the thing is you tell the new girl, being like, oh yeah, so that new girl that you met hit off with is actually my ex. Okay. I think you owe it to the new girl. Of course. What she's getting into. Keep her in the loop. And that's it. That's all I really have. <laughs> I thought that was like a build up into something. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. You don't like monologue. Randy's like, if yes. you are cultural to X, you like might reach out and be like, so I heard you met Becky last night. What's well, always going to be Becky? I don't know. I don't know. Caitlin, Becky, Amanda, Ashley. What do you want? Sarah, Stacy? They're all the same thing. They're all like girls from our generation. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, uh, if uh, I'm under, I'm operating under the assumption that these girls know about Trevcat here. They're like, the, there's a triangle happening. So my advice is, let's make it less weird. Let's get everybody in the same room. Let's get everybody at the yeah, same bar. Yeah, that's gonna make it way less weird, bro. <laughs> then it's funny. Then we, then it's broken ice. You are such a rom com guy. If it, I'm not saying that you're gonna get back with the ex Trevcat. I'm not saying the new girl is the one. I'm saying get everybody. Like everybody needs friends in a city. It's great that she's friends with your ex. I hope you're still friends with your ex. If you're not, that's a sticky situation, but I need to know more information here. If, if the situation that you just laid out of having all three of them in the room, if I'm Trevcat, I am itching for the opportunity to just go, well, and just walk oh, away. Randy, that's that's Randy, what I'm itching for. Village Tavern, probably 20, Village Tavern, New York City, probably 2018. I had the girl I was seeing. In, at, at one bar, at one bar, I'm standing, I'm standing in a in a packed shoulder to shoulder bar at Village Tavern. The girl I'm sitting in front of me, her sister next to her, a girl that I had, had uh, let's call it met up with, hooked up with in college, next to me, ninety degrees away, my boss, who you may know uh, from a previous sports media company, right behind me. DP. Could have been, and the, the the his right hand man who had also hooked up with the girl to my left on my right, and who was all. I feel like I, it's like crazy, I wanted it's like to. Crazy I wanted stupid to, love. I wanted to float. Yeah, I wanted to just float and and remove myself from the bar immediately at that point. Yeah, you did, you, I would have. I just feel like. I could. Yeah, I, you out. couldn't move anywhere, right? I was like, I was time, shoulder to shoulder. Time to hit the dust, old dusty trail. Hit, get the dust up. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing is you just you talk to the girl you're currently seeing, explain the situation if she doesn't already know it, and then honestly, are they if really best friends or they just have a drunken fun night and like, oh, yeah. I just met a new girl, and then the, right, the, yeah. she wants friends. She met a fun girl. Happens to be your ex. Nothing, no, no harm, no foul. And if things are cordial with the ex, like unless you it, like, it might be good. Cheated like, on then, the ex, and then. Then the new girl's like, "Oh, I heard you're a scumbag." Yeah, but, five, but it doesn't the, sound like that. the five years part of it too. That like that was a serious relationship. Trevcat, I, I, I need more. It, yeah, it depends. I need more from Trevcat. You know what? Put, put this in the note of uh, follow up. Yeah, that you guys used to do. We need a follow up, and I, of course, follow-up. and I'll probably be producing. I don't know. We might have Cool Adam in here next week Shout producing cool and whatnot. So, so we need we need a follow up situation on that. But I say talk to the the girl you're currently seeing. Or maybe you tell her that's her, you know, <laughs> worst, worst case scenario. You say, oh, yeah, it's my ex. And the new girl goes like, well, she's way cooler than you. I want to be her friend more than yours. And then she just cuts you off. So maybe you don't tell. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't leave Trev. I just want to, yeah. I think the best case scenario is just talk to a new girl and let her know the situation. It's all going to work out, Trev. Yeah. We do need more information, though. Yeah. Anyway, Randy, that'll do it for questions. Okie doke. You're familiar with shower thoughts? Yes, I am. You want mine first? Yes. The worst part of th- shower thoughts are the the whole concept of shower thought is just a quick fleeting thought. So every single time I have one, it's like, oh, that was a good shower thought. And then it's right. It's, it's like in one ear and out the other. So I always forget my best ones. But let's go. Thank you for that caveat. I will go ahead with mine. Randy, I'm moving in two weeks. Less than two weeks. But true. I'm pretty away. much two weeks. Come get these boxes. I know. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. You have recently moved. That I have. Can you take me through your... Um, did you learn anything? Would you do anything differently? Get movers. Yep. I'm 27. I'm still a young, you know... 
spry, spry, good in very, in, in very good shape. Okay, little, let's cool yeah, it, like that, cool man. it, cool it. Um, how was camp? <laughs> I was at a wedding. Uh, yeah, no, no, get movers. It's, I, okay. it's not worth it. It's so not worth it. We okay. also had to go through sta- stairs and all. We didn't have any elevator access. I feel like Ooh. both places you're moving from into have elevators. Elevator in the first spot, stairs in the second spot. No elevator this okay. time. Yeah, dude. The mattresses. Back to walking up the uh, back to walking upstairs, Randy. Mattresses nowadays are just so much more floppy and heavier. It's it's just not worth it. Get movers. That would be the first thing I would say. Okay. Get movers. Then let me steam on uh, two things real quick. TD Bank, stop calling me. TD Bank. I get that TD Bank. They have an important message for you, Brett. They call me, Randy. All they do is they say the number, and we have an important message for you. They've oh. called me every single day, and they leave a voicemail. You're taking up my voice, my voicemail box. I don't that like that doesn't need any more store. I, I delete them immediately. Do you have any TD Bank? Get out of here. Do you have any relations with TD Bank? Do you yes, have there? I have a, a my couch that I bought is through a credit card with TD Bank. Well, then what, then call them back. I don't. I don't care. They, they would tell me the message if it was important. My finances they, they are up. They said we have an important message for you. Just right? tell me what it is. <laughs> Say your your credit card payment is late. Your credit card payment is in, inaccurate. Maybe they can't tell you the information until they, they can s- confirm it's you. They might say like this might be the you know they well, can't I, give you I personal checked, information. I checked my account online and it's fine. Also, AT and T, stop calling me. Yeah, AT and T is a bad one. They're saying that they, that I have a, a piece of equipment of theirs that needs to be returned immediately. Well, oh. guess what? I don't. No, mine is just like, hey, I have a router. Do you want, do you want AT&T? And I'm like, nah. I have a router that's very much mine that's not yours that I use currently. Maybe you have will a modem. Be using. Maybe you have a modem somewhere. I don't know. I have to tell you, Randy, my, my moving day, shouts to September 15th, it's going to be a, uh, I'm trying to paint a masterpiece. I'm trying to paint a masterpiece? Uh, yeah, 100%. Off Etsy? Nope. Movers come between 8 and 9. AT&T comes between 9 and 10. Right. My new apartment complex leasing office opens at 9. Okay. So, you know, like there's 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 some coordination that has to happen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a beautiful dance. You're a composer. Correct. You're trying to compose more no, than you're trying to paint. You're, what's That's not the composer. Conductor. Conductor, the, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you caught yourself too. there. No, the composer. Guy, the, the composer writes the music. The conductor conducts the orchestra. Yeah. You know the, the yeah. universal sign for one, two, three, four? I just did it. Yeah. Well, but, John Williams is both them, right? Uh, he's certainly a composer. Anyways, continue. That's it. What's your shower thought, Randy? Oh, that was it. That you, your shower thought is that you're just trying to compose or conduct. We're figuring it out. It's conduct. I'm going to look up composer, music, and I'm just going to go Google told, image search. I, I told you. Oh, yeah. Composers rate the thing and conductors. Are, yeah, yeah. You're right. Thank you. <sighs> Had to make sure. Had to make sure. Well, thank you for fact-checking me. Let's see. Conductor music. Yep, that's the guy doing the one, two, three, four. Anyways, uh, so my shower thought is more of a steam okay. than a shower thought, uh, but recycling electronics... Okay. Have you have you dealt with this? Uh, is that like when you send your phone into Verizon? No, no. It's like if you have an old TV from your dorm room from 2012 that you just had, but it's like 32 inches. It's like, all right, I don't need this anymore because yep. I, I upgrade TVs. What do I do with this TV? You throw it in the dumpster. You're supposed. You're not supposed to. You're supposed to be a proper person. Like you're supposed to take your cardboard boxes, break them down, and put them in the recycling and bin. And throw them in the dumpster. All that. You're supposed to be a good person. Recycle. That's what we're being told, right? And, and throw and, it in the dumpster. And electronics are the same way. And dead batteries, right? In the garbage. Exactly. Because this is why. Because when you try to recycle electronics, unless you go to the city dump, which I can't even find in Austin, and you have to like do some paperwork. If I want to recycle my TV, do the proper thing, like give it away and, you know, help the environment. Give it that, away, give it away, give it away. Now. It costs me 25 bucks at Best Buy. Or really? somewhere else. Like it, I have to pay someone to recycle my stuff. It shouldn't be like that. That's insane. I should be getting an incentive. Like the company should be getting a tax write-off or something because they're that. I don't know why I'm getting charged to be a good person. Dead batteries, same thing. Take them in battery and bulbs. Like, oh, yeah, this will take, like, uh, 10 bucks to recycle all these. 
I'm like, it, it, it's free for me to take my car battery and toss it in the ocean. Like, what the hell? This is steam. Why am I getting charged to be a good person? You know what you get? You bottles and cans, Randy. They they give you money. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Why can't that be for like electronics too? Instead, instead, I'm just gonna throw it in the garbage now. I'm you know where? Be a you bad know where? Person, because it's easier. Because you know where it's free? Where the dumpster? Exactly. That'll do it, Randy. You have fun today. No, I'm all worked up now. But I can, <laughs> I can tell you're all worked up. <laughs> but yes, I did have fun. Good. Me too. Uh, thanks for joining us today, guys. Subscribe, rate five stars, review the podcast, tell a friend about the mail-in, hit the hotline, leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Trevcat, looking at you on that one. Oh, yeah, there's no video today because I'm on the pod. <laughs> That's true. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Podcast. Randy, where can the people find you? Find me at Rain Trebacki on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, maybe I'll do something on TikTok eventually, but just all across the board, at Randy Trimbacki. I'm not going to spell it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You can figure it out. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.